Yes, it has been a while. I wanted to do something different on this show. I wanted to, uh, number one, it's probably going to be a little bit shorter. Number two, um, I'm going to sit in on it alone and uh, just talk about a couple of things. Um, It's been a weird time. It's been a weird time of reflection. Uh, It's been a time of writing different songs, um, going to a lot of shows, and most importantly, um, picking up the broken pieces of my life um, since January the 30th of 2022, not having any alcohol. And why haven't I had any alcohol, you may be asking. Well, uh, during a long duration of um, several repetitive episodes in my life, um, the still small voice inside of me said, quit drinking. And it rattled me to my core. Yes, I do have a problem with alcohol. I love drugs. I think that fucking getting fucked up at parties is the most amazing goddamn thing in the whole world. And having a good batch of friends to do it with is just a fucking match made in heaven. All that being said... Alcohol is my go-to, or it was my go-to. At first, when the brain fog lifts and the clarity sets in, you know, all your mornings of your hangovers are obviously gone. You never realize you really had a hangover every day of your life uh, until you stopped drinking. It was there for sure, and I always thought that, oh, if I drink this fancy beer, you know, I'm I'm never going to get a headache or anything like that, and I won't feel like shit tomorrow. Nah, you kind of you kind of are just a shit. Period. You're slow. You're you're irritated. Um, everything's just in a brain fog. It's like being half deaf. It's like what? What did you say to everything? And that's the way that I was. I had to process information differently. Process. Quite nerve wracking because I was quite slow. So having stopped drinking on January the thirtieth, which we'll get to the reason why in a bit. I did notice something kind of funny about myself. You know, maybe uh, the end of February, early March. I remember the day I turned and I looked at my wife and I said, I'm not farting anymore like I used to fart. And like, I even have a song that a friend made for me ripping off the um, Star Wars thing. Here it is right here. Check this out. Yeah, so there I am. There's me. I am the farting guy. Or I was the farting guy. I used to fart so fucking much, and it was all because of my beer and pizza intake. Pizza! Yep, that was me. The farting, drinking, pizza-eating machine. But, uh, no more. I am a regular farter now. It is very secluded and quiet. It is desolate in this land where there is... No more abruptive farting. So, I'm one of the people that is actually, uh, 
I did not like COVID-19. I didn't like what it did to the country. I don't like uh, the sickness involved, but um, the seclusion and the um, day-by-day amount of boredom that I had and the life changes at that. I, I, uh, I lost my job. Uh, I sat around for nine months um, and it was, it was different watching the world adapt to such things and seeing the world go crazy at the same time. That being said, the highlight of my day was going to the fucking grocery store. I would buy a 12 pack of beer every day. Every day that beer was drank. Um, you should have seen the countertops in my kitchen just filled with beer bottles. I mean, it was pathetic. Um, I would uh, I'd still write songs. I'd, I'd have like a cloudy um, head judgment and all kinds of shit. And I, I didn't know how to fix it. I came to the most massive dead end feeling. Um, consuming that much alcohol i was numb you couldn't fucking break through my shit with an axe but uh it takes a certain special somebody to really um get through and um i would i would just like to say that my wife had approached me one day and suggested that we go through a program together uh through musc we went through a program i think it was about five or six months in its entirety. Um, And they gave us counseling together, counseling separately. Uh, They kept track of our drinking, which is what I would do and fill out charts. And I've had some friends that I have sent these charts to because I am friends with people that struggle with this problem. In case you haven't guessed. Um, But basically it teaches you how to, Notice your triggers and your urges, and then how many drinks that you have per day. And I actually did a count of how many beers I was drinking when I started the program. It would be it would be at least fifteen to seventeen beers a day. Uh, I got down the first half of the program uh, to about nine. And then it got down to about three, which was an ultimate goal to have three. Three to no beers a day was triumphant for me. Um, I started going to the gym. It opened back up. Still had to wear a mask while you were on a an, uh, while you were on an elliptical, which was a fucking crazy ass shit bag of emotions with sweat going through your face. Your mask is wet, it's running out your beard, going down your fucking shirt. You feel like you just threw up all over your fucking self. It's fucking terrible. Don't ever go to the fucking gym with a fucking mask on your face, man. It's fucking bullshit. Don't go. Just fucking run around the block and fucking cut a fucking tree down and lift that motherfucker for four days. You'll be great! So, all that being said, I started losing weight. I started feeling fucking good. I was fucking taking this thing by the fucking balls. And they paid us for the fucking counseling, which was amazing. And for those of you that don't know, MUSC is a college down in Charleston, South Carolina that has better dental than most of your dental fucking offices around here and really cool doctors and sometimes you gotta wait a little bit because there's a whole bunch of motherfuckers in line and they can't afford real health insurance and that's all good but that is the place to go and I can't give these people enough props for everything that they taught me 
And it's up to me to use those tools. And boy, did I use it for a while. And I have to honestly fucking say that the hardest part about not drinking is the boredom. Most people, when they try to quit smoking cigarettes, you know, they have trouble maybe after a meal, after sex, like HBO's 80s movies and shit. Um, little saxophone solo right there. wouldn't heard right now. Ah, yes. Or when you're driving a fucking car, it's always the hardest time not to smoke a cigarette when you're driving a fucking car. I love smoking cigarettes. I love smoking anything. I love smoking cigars. I love smoking cigarettes. And smoking cigarettes, when you when it comes time, when your body is telling you in that still small voice again to uh, quit smoking, you gotta fucking do it. You gotta fucking listen to yourself. It's your gut. Some people would say, that's the Lord. He's trying to tell you to quit. Maybe it is God. Maybe it's not God. But however you feel about something telling you to stop in your inner core being, if it's happening to you, listen to your fucking self, man. It's super, super important. So, I quit smoking the same way that I quit drinking. And it sucks. Being sober from alcohol sucks big time. I do not enjoy it. The boredom blows. Everybody's out getting having a rager and shit. And I'm just over there fucking drinking soda water. And it's fucking stupid. It is fucking stupid. Soda water blows ass. I have actually gotten to the point now. And it's September. And I haven't drank since January, like I said before. But man, every time someone says, do you want a soda water? I want to throw up all over their whole fucking family. But the soda water has been a great replacement. It's a replacement for being out and not getting that drink, obviously. Something cold is in your hand, soda water. You don't chug it or else you're going to have a major fucking belching episode in front of God and everyone at the event or the place that you are at, okay? So you drink it slow. And it's flavorless. You can get a little lime. You can splash it in there. You can have some cherry juice. You can you can do whatever. But, you know, you're cutting back on the calories. You're, you're cutting back on everything. And that beer, the sludgy feeling, it's not there. So that's what it's, it's good for. What I would do before I would go out is I would chug a shit ton of water. And I would have a whole bunch of shit in my stomach before I actually got to the bar. So I wouldn't crave a beer. I would just get the soda water and sip it slow. Or start off with another water. It doesn't hurt anybody to do that. And that's what soda water is great for. Use that if you're going to quit drinking and you have to go out like me. Because my life consists of getting off work, coming home, being with my family, booking shows. And when I book shows, I book so many fucking shows in a row that I'm always standing right there in the dark, late at night, in the middle of a venue, staring my enemy right in the face. And my enemy... Is clearly alcohol. It is my weakness. And it is that thing I'm going to beat the shit out of. And I am going to win.
Just for the record, I don't listen to that Celine Dijon mustard bullshit. All that being said, I need to talk for just a second about my enemy, the alcohol enemy. I thought to myself, am I going to have to pull myself out of a scene? Am I going to not be allowed to be at shows anymore? What is my life going to be like? Scared of the boredom thing. The boredom thing comes back up. Yeah, it's just like, what's it going to be like when I'm at home with no beer in the fridge? How am I going to entertain myself? What am I going to do? I can't play music. I can't do anything. The can't, 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 can't is not true. It's not foundational. And it's not who I am. I believe I can do anything. If I just put my mind to it. And I put my mind to it for a good stretch. Three beers a day, sometimes even less. But I never really believed when people would say, oh, just the, you know, not drinking during the week and go for it on the weekends. That really does help. Not for me. It could help other people. Um, for me, I, I tried that and I went down a road that was cool reasonable. Um, I didn't really turn into an asshole. Uh, but then again, I started hanging out in old places. Um, I started going up to my favorite, uh, pizza joint every day and sitting there with the regulars and drinking beer. And I'd get off work early and sit up there from like two o'clock to like seven and just get fucking shit faced and, and, you know, go home. And my poor wife was you know, pissed off at me because number one, she could smell where I've been. She could smell the pizza in my clothes because pizza and beer is the shit. And, um, you know, she could smell that and I would be like, oh, I wasn't up there. I was somewhere else. And she could smell it on me. She's not stupid. So all that being said, yeah, man, I, I went right back down the path that I absolutely did not want to go and that I struggled the most with. I was becoming the person that I was trying to throw into the trash. It got bad for a long time. Things seemed to be better. New job. We had some new bandmates. Uh, everything seemed fresh and ready to go. But the only thing that caught back up with me, sure enough, was my drinking. And I would just drink and drink and drink and eventually not give a fuck. I am not a physically abusive person, but my party drinking happy days turned into um, shit covered in mustard while some fucking mouth is just fucking blabbing on and talking shit about everybody just being an asshole and i let so many important people down that it hurt and i know i was hurting them and i didn't know how i was going to stop and i am so thankful for my wife because with the cigarettes and with the alcohol she just looks at me and says, dude, just fucking stop. 
there's that. And the last night that I came home drunk, she was so hurt. I, I didn't think that this was ever going to happen to me, but she basically told me if I don't stop drinking to get the fuck out. That day, I had been down in Charleston, uh, played a show, two shows that weekend, and that Sunday hung out with a buddy of mine at our favorite place, and we had some beers and hung out. She knew I was down there doing that, and then uh, on the way home, I I was coming home, and she was already there. She started making dinner, and I went to my favorite place instead of going home. And I got stupid hammered. So by the time I walked in the door, she was fucking pissed, dude. She's really fucking angry with me. And I didn't think that I would ever experience something like that. I was like, I'm okay. Everything's fine. I've gone through the course. I know how to use my tools. Nope. That was the last day that I that I drank alcohol. Uh, I'm, I'm very, I'm very, very grateful to her. I have fucked up so much shit. Um, I haven't dealt with grief the way that I've needed to, because in 2010, I lost a daughter. She was almost seven years old. That's not easy. It, the pain never goes away. And when you fucking numb it up with a fucking beer, yeah, it can help. And I just turn my volume up on my amp or turntables or whatever's going on. I just drink more beer and go hang out with people and, you know, try to get as loud and rowdy as possible and ignore others' feelings and, you know, just do whatever you could possibly fucking do, Billy, to, you know, raise roof and okay. But it's not easy. Those emotions don't go away. As a matter of fact, it's like, it's like a pressure cooker. And when I talked earlier about when the clarity set in and the good feelings and everything, when that happened to me after not drinking a bit, it, was, it seemed like I was on the greatest path that I've ever been on in my life. And up until recently, all these hidden emotions are coming out and quitting drinking is one thing. Facing your fucking demons is another one. You're going to have to do it. And if you do it while you're still drinking, if you've got the balls and you've got the, the oomph in you, to face your demons while you're drunk, more power to you. Some people can handle alcohol, and some people can drink their whole lives and be some form of a functioning alcoholic or whatever you want to whatever you want to call it. I don't I don't know. I'm not a professional when it comes to this shit. But when you stop drinking and you deal with your demons, and you really find out who you are. And you're traumatized by something. It could be anything. You got to talk to somebody. 
you got to put it out there and you got to let people know that you're hurt and it's extremely important to do so i um i i have confided in my wife and i have a couple bandmates that i talk to about some things that and they've gone through some serious shit and uh none of us are perfect and we listen to each other and we love each other very much and it's very difficult to be patient sometimes and speaking of patience i heard one of the most profound things i had ever heard about patience from the most impatient person i have ever met in my whole life and i love this man he's a good dude but he's just got some fire in his in his pillowcase there or up his ass i don't know what you want to say but but he he told me he says billy do you know what patience is and i said kinda but you're way older than me so you tell me boss and he said patience is resting in the confident knowledge of the result i have used that when i found out that my child's life was going to be short we knew it before she was born i have used that in craftsmanship and learning jobs i have used that with writing music i've used that in being a dad and used that with my children and oh my god the moments that i could just take back with my children just being around the house like I said before, I'm not I'm not an abusive person. Um, I got a quick mouth sometimes, but you know when my kids got spankings, I stopped spanking them when they were eight. They never got a lot of them, but when I you know had to pop their butt for something, I always told them why why it happened, so they just didn't stand there clueless like Dad hit me. You know that's that's not the case. Um, my girls are amazing. My stepdaughters are amazing and i wish so bad and i have my regrets man i just if i could just be like well i'm having kids i'm not going to drink anymore that that's that would have been awesome but that's not the case and you know um i'm still very active in their lives and i hang out with them we all are a big fam so it's cool but thank god because there are some fucking shithead dads out there man and oh I never wanted to be a shithead dad, ever. But these emotions that wrestle with me and the grief and the inner demons, the impatience that I'm applying the formula of patience towards is growing every single day more and more. And it fucking hurts. It's not fun. And sometimes when I'm around people, I get this fucking anxiety and I just want everybody to shut the fuck up. And then sometimes I get so excited that I'm around people that 
I don't shut the fuck up. I even wrote this thing down in my phone when I was at an event. Now, I don't write in a journal and all that stuff. I've never been about that. I tried that a couple times. I'm just like, man, this fucking sucks. I'm, I'm bored. I got to get the fuck up and do something else. So I make little notes in my phone where I can go speak into my phone instead of typing it because my thumbs go numb from spinal stenosis and I'm tired of going back and correcting all my misspellings. So I walked outside of a venue and I spoke this into my phone because it was how I felt in the moment. And I was thinking maybe it would be a song. Maybe it's just me writing down my feels. But, uh, I spoke into the phone. I'm sober, quiet, and reclusive now. I like it, but I hate it. I want to go out when I'm home, and then I want to go home when I'm out. People annoy me, and I can't understand them at all when they're yelling in my ear while the show is happening, so I just nod my head in any direction that seems fitting just to get them to shut the fuck up and to stop spraying the side of my cheek with their shit-breath beer spit. And that about sums it up. So, just to clarify, if you see me at an event, I am deaf as fuck, by the way. I, I've, I've started wearing earplugs. My, my, ear, my hearing is so fucking shot, man. Like, I can't tell where anything's coming from anymore. So, I'll have earplugs in and I'm just sitting there with my fucking soda water! And somebody that's drunk is just like... You know, and I'm like, yeah, 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 right, yeah. Yes, yes, let me wake up to that every day. That's fucking awesome. I'm not saying don't come over to me and fucking yell in my face and talk to me. I probably miss the shit out of you, so come on over and just, you know, spit COVID in my fucking face. I don't give a fuck. It's a different time. It's a different place for me. I have never experienced this before. Uh, I want to have some guests on this show who are sober. I'm not completely sober, man. You know what? I love going camping and eating some fucking shrooms and some Adderall taking 12-hour drives, you know, and shit like that. But, you know, the one thing that was going to kill me was the fucking beer. I could, I could feel it in my bones. And that still, small voice. What is that? What the fuck is that about? I have to ask myself a question there. I, you know, And I, I, I do believe in God. I am a believer in one of the 4,000 fucking gods to choose from. And if you're going to be all mad and butthurt, well then, fucking don't believe in anything. I don't give a fuck. I'm not preaching to you about shit here. I'm letting you motherfuckers know what I was up against and how I'm going to fucking defeat it. I wrote this song down in my phone that I had an idea for because of all this shit. It's called 200 Days. Uh, when I reached the 200 day mark, um, just a couple of verses from it, I wrote numb to the fact of the people I've hurt inside this skin is too crisp and burnt, shrugging off all that mattered. It comes back served on a platter. Separated from the drink, but the thirst always remains. Just when I think I'm over it, it gets thrown right back in my face. 
How do I thank God for something I'm fixing myself? Or at least I thought I did. Then things go to shit. Depression creeps in. I shut down, and then it starts all over again. It's only been 200 days. I've asked God to help me, and he still hasn't shown up. Maybe it's because I never grew up. I think that'll be a good tune. I mean, fuck, dude. Sometimes it just feels like I'm Frodo Baggins, you know? It's like instead of a, a ring around my neck, it's a fucking beer bottle. Got to toss the fucking beer in your fireplaces. And speaking of being entertained all the time, me and the wife, we love going to Asheville or finding fucking places to go eat in cities that we've never been before. But Asheville is awesome. You know why? Because of the fucking entertainment and the fucking beer. The beer is the shit. And the bands are awesome. And the breweries are good. And the scenery is beautiful. And we talk amongst ourselves about, are we going to drink beer? Are we going to try it? What You know, that favorite beer place is there and you could just have one or maybe two. It won't hurt anything. It won't hurt anything, actually. I was telling myself for a long time, I'm fucking scared to death to fucking have another drink. And then it stopped. I was like, man, I really don't give a fuck. I'm not, I'm not really scared. I just don't have to do it. And that was a good feeling. I felt for a long time that I don't have to drink anything. I don't have to have anything with alcohol in it. And I'm okay. Then those emotions were creeping in, man. Those things beat the shit out of me. And it, it's happening right now. I am in that state right now. This is current. This is, what's the, what's the, what's the fucking day? Today is September the 13th. I have no idea when this is going to be posted. But I, I think I'm 225 days without alcohol or some stupid low number like that. But, you know, it's an achievement. Yay! But I ask myself, the last Asheville trip that we took, we opened up the refrigerator at the Airbnb that we were staying in, and my favorite fucking beer was just sitting there looking at me like, hey! <laughs> but I just looked at it. You know, it's a Ninja Porter. Mm-mm-mm, that shit is goddamn tasty, I said. And I looked at it, and I thought to myself, we ain't got shit to do. I could sit here, and I could fucking drink just that beer. You know what, though? I just closed the door. I closed the door. And I didn't think anything of it, to be honest with you. After that, no thoughts until maybe we were in the car halfway back the next day. Um, Hell, my wife even got a beer while we were at the show that we went up there to go see. It doesn't bother me. I can sit there around people and going back to the enemy. The alcohol is my enemy until I can lord over it. And I'm lording over it right now, but I think I just need to go a little further. I don't have a set date. I'm not going to be like, hey, man, it's only going to be a year, and then I'm going to get tanked. It's not the way it's going to be. Um, <sighs> what I'm scared of the most is sitting around with folks, not even thinking about it anymore, and just drinking too much. With my current health situation, uh. I have spinal stenosis and degenerative disc disease, and it's not good, man. It makes the inflammation just fucking flare up, and I'm walking around like I'm tied in a fucking knot. I don't like it. I don't like the way it feels. And, you know, not drinking beer, boy, I will fuck a hole in some ice cream. I tell you what, 
it's dangerous. I love ice cream. I am like fucking Joe Biden right now. I will fucking just, if I see a baby with an ice cream cone, I will walk up and yank that bitch right out of its face and I'll fucking run off and eat it. That's the way I am with ice cream. But I got to stop doing that shit. You know why? Because it just makes me fucking inflamed, dude. It is insane. What's going on with my nerves? So my temper shot to shit. I'm learning how to deal with patience and I'm fucking sick of fucking stupid idiots that are around me all the time that are fuck sober. Holy fucking shit. People are fucking stupid. But I'm learning just to laugh at things now. And just chill out a little bit more and be more aggressive on the outside in a humorous kind of way. And it takes a lot of adjusting. I don't want to be around people talking shit and getting drunk and doing stupid fights anymore and, and just all that goddamn dumb dramatic bullshit. I, I want to be in the front of the line of being heavily productive, a great fucking dad, a wonderful fucking husband and a good friend to people in the scene and doing music. That's just where I feel like I belong in those areas and without any of those things in my life, then I would probably just drown in a pool full of beer because I would have nothing. I want you guys to hear my story. I want you guys to understand that I'm not preaching to anyone. I want you to understand that I have friends that have committed suicide because they can't stop drinking. And I have friends that I had to get out of my way because they were so fucking awful when they were drunk, completely flipped inside out. And the hard part about that realization is me getting rid of those people. But then I was that person to my wife and that hurts. And God forbid if I ever seem that way to my children, I don't want that. I don't want it anymore. I don't want it. I just don't. I don't want it for anybody. I think alcohol is something that if you can manage it, man, God bless you. Do it. Have fun. Fucking stick your glass way up in the air and fucking give the biggest toast you possibly fucking make. But for me, it's water and... uh just other ways to have a good time. I'm going to be probably still in the front row or standing in the back at every show. I'm still going to be bringing bands and I'm still going to be in the dark places. But if any of you hear this podcast and you're struggling with the same thing, or you're even starting to feel like you have this issue, any of the issues, you can email me. I can send you the charts that I use to track myself. That was extremely helpful. But just know one thing, that I love the people that have helped me. I love my family. And I love you guys. And uh, I met some really cool motherfuckers doing this music shit. And I just hope that it never stops. I don't know when... Other episodes of this podcast are going to be posted. I'm rebranding it and trying to make it something a little bit more unique. I'm trying to open the doors to anything underground. I think that's what it needs to be. And I want to have more shows where people have beat their addiction. And if they're relapsing, they're more than welcome to come on. And they're more than welcome to talk about it. Because, fuck, this is therapeutic. 
with a microphone in your fucking face. <sighs> anyway, you motherfuckers take care and uh, just keep a lookout for more shows and uh, come see a Soda City Riot show. You'll laugh your ass off. Peace. Roundhouse Podcast, motherfucker! <laughs>